When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Enrico and Barry. What's up, everybody? No Perlo, no Rico, but we're going to press on. Hope everybody's having a great Monday. Had a great weekend. It was a nice, relaxing weekend. Uh, chilling out. Still winter. So... Lots of stuff to talk about today, huh? Lots of stuff to talk about today. Um, let me uh, let me share the stream for today, and we will get right into it. It's a little tough for when I'm by myself. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's the. Hey, what's hey, up, buddy? buddy? How you How's doing? it going? Welcome good, to man. Huh? Well, good man. Where's Perlo? I don't know. I I've started the stream already, though. So, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to try to start at 10 Eastern every time on time. So if you guys are a little late, no worries. It's not a big deal. Okay. Well, I'm going to share the stream. So while I do that, why don't you tell me your thoughts, Toronto Maple Leafs fan, about the Willie Nylander deal and your feel your feelings about it? Well, first of all, it's nice to see a player sign sign the max as well you know Matthews didn't take that eight-year deal so it's nice to see Willie start and end his career as a leaf I mean there's oh, a nice history oh, yeah. video, real quick I want to comment I don't think that Matthews wants to leave Toronto I think he knows the cap is going to go up so much more that he can get a higher percentage of the cap and that's why he did the only the four-year deal Nothing against Willie Nylander, but I think Matthews is only going to get better. I mean, we haven't even seen this guy's ceiling yet, in my opinion. He's not going to regress in five years. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, continue yeah. your 
audience. I apologize. I, I just no, no, no worries. I do think as a guy, I know there's a lot of rumors about Matthews going somewhere. I really, truly do think that he, you know, also make sure the Leafs are contenders. But I really do think that he is going to be a Leaf for life. No yeah. doubt about it. He's going to be the GOAT, the GO for whatever Biz calls him, the greatest Leaf of all time, the GOAT or whatever he calls him. For sure, but he's just going to handcuff the Leafs by making more money down the road, just like he did now and just like Marner did. At least we got some stability at Nylander signing to a number that we can work with for the next eight years. I mean, in... in I mean, in long long term, the guy's been money in the playoffs for us too. So, I mean, when Marner comes up, I don't know what you know. Is Marner going to start playing a little harder now and turn into himself how he was before he signed that ten year deal too? So, it, of course, he's next. You got half of the Leafs fans saying, "Okay, it's not going to work." So Marner's going to have to go because it's it's Austin and, and Nylander's team now. So that's going to be pretty pretty interesting with. Uh, what they do with him. But I mean, if, if you're looking at teams closest to us, so like in our fan base, you got the Ottawa centers and Montreal Canadians. I mean, if some people think Willie, if some people think Willie's an overpay, I mean, I'd rather have him than, you know, Josh Anderson and Gallagher making 12 million for the next three years or Ottawa I, fans paying Giroux and Norris 14 million. So yeah, I do not think it's an overpay. I think he easily would have got 13 million on the open market. If he would have went as a free agency, I think someone like Chicago, somebody with cap space would have paid him easily 13 million. And people forget it's 55% tax rate on Ontario. So he's mm -hmm. making what eight something really in reality. I mean, yeah, yeah, Kachuk's making more at nine and a half than he is actually take home. Matthew Kachuk's taking home more than he he does, and he's making two million less. Yeah, so, I mean it. I love it, man. He's going to be here his whole career. And he, there's you know there's a thing with the Swedes in in Toronto as well. You had Borges Salming, and now you had Matt Sundin, and now you have Nylander. So I think it's kind of cool that he up for for the long term, but. One thing I was thinking to you right away, I'm like, okay, so who's next? You got Pedersen, you got Gensel. Gensel's almost got the exact same numbers as Nylander has, too. So um, I wonder what he's going to get next year. The rumor mill is they will be asking for, and if Pittsburgh is out of it, that they may look to move Jave Gensel. Um, problem mm -hmm. is if they have a game like tonight where they get five power plays in the first handed to them and they win the game 4-1, uh, against the Flyers. Um, right now, Pittsburgh is, I think they're on the, uh, I think they're on the outside looking in. Are they not? I don't know where they are. They're, they're, they're there. They're close. Um, yeah, I just, we'll see, we'll see what, we'll see what happens. Uh, but, uh, I definitely think he set the market for everyone else. Um, uh, let me look real quick here and, uh, we'll see what we got, uh, with the wild card. I think, I mean, there's a lot of teams haven't played the same amount of games. So, um, so I, I want to see where, uh, 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 Pittsburgh is. Yeah. Right now they, they are not in a playoff spot. So it'll be interesting to see how that market is set. Perlo, welcome in. We're just talking, uh. Nylander deal and uh, how it may have set the market for all these other free agents and stuff. I don't hate the deal for Toronto by any stretch of the imagination. 
Nylander had all the leverage, so before you get it. Yeah, I mean, but I just don't think it's a terrible deal. I think the next year it's going to be a crunch for the Leafs with Tavares at $11 million, But after that, when Tavares' deal is up, and we'll see what happens with the Mitch Marner thing. I do think at some point they're going to want to move someone, but um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, national championship going on. I know we're not going to get a ton of viewers tonight. It is 13 to 20. Michigan is up. Washington has the ball though. So they are moving on the, they are on the 30. So we'll see if Washington can do something here. They've kind of been shooting themselves in the foot, by the way, while, since we've been alive, Tyler Sagan made it two nothing for the minutes, uh, uh, for the, the artist formerly known as the Minnesota North stars, the Dallas stars against the wild. Uh, it's now two nothing. So I, I'm really worried about the wild. I think their chances are. I took much a lot. I bet on the wild, and I guess I'm not getting it. But that's all right. I saw. I saw. I retweeted it for you. I did. I saw. Yeah. And we got a great game. We got an. It's at intermission. Another great game. Uh, Boston at at Colorado. That's a game I wouldn't skip. Um. So uh, good. Good. Good times. Uh. So uh. I, I like the deal for Toronto. I thought he would get 13 on the open market easily. Uh, 12, anywhere from 12 to 13, I thought he could get. Um, I think it's great that he stayed there. The only thing I would say, and I, I agree with this with Hot Take Hockey, said it a little bit too in his video, you could check it out, uh, is probably don't like the no tr trade, no move clause for the entirety of the deal. Would be really good with it if it was the first five or the first four. That's probably my only criticism of it. I think that you got to – but look, if that was like a sticking point for them, it's like, okay, it's not like they can't ask him to move it at the end if they need him to, you know. And then by then, it may not make a difference. The thing I'll say, too, is Nylander's a great skater. Uh, I don't see that going away, and he's only going to be 35 when this deal is over. So it's not like he's going to be I, – I like this deal much more than the Huberdeau-Goudreau deal. Wait, wait. Wait a second! I didn't hear this. He only got a no trade clause for the first five years. No, he no the entirety of the deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, I thought Rick you said says. Where's Rick? Rick says I don't understand how Leafs can't get hometown discount players. Rick, there's no such thing in the NHL anymore. These players are embarrassed to to. There are Major League Baseball middle relievers getting fifteen. Million a year right now. Pasternak took a hometown discount, and like you said, Nylander on the open Pasternak on the open market would have got way more. Nylander on the open market would have got way more. So I agree. He did take a hometown discount. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with all that what you said. I agree with everything you said. So he did take a hometown discount. Yep, I, 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 yep, I think you're right. What are your thoughts, Perlo, on the deal, the Willie Nylander deal, and then we'll move to the yeah, next. You got to do it. What are you gonna, What are you gonna do? The guy's a hundred point player. Now, uh, you know, you you put him on the Rick, open market and you let people. I'm sorry to cut you off, Perlo. Rick Nylander's only making 250k more than Pasta, and Pasta signed his deal what last year. Last year. The mark the cap is going up four and a half million. I guarantee you, if Pasta would sign his deal this year, he'd be making more money, my man. Yeah, that's just like, the way it is. Forget no about how fast things go here. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, I've heard people yeah. say things like, "Well, 
um, McDavid makes this much. He signed that how many years ago? Like it, <clears throat> only allowed to make twenty percent of the cap per the CBA. So McDavid made like nineteen and a half per the cap. Yeah, when, his, when he signed it, he signed yeah. almost the biggest deal you could sign. He yeah. didn't take a hometown discount. Uh, McDavid's not from Edmonton either, so I feel like yeah. a hometown discount is from somebody there. But what I, what I what I don't think people understand is if you let a guy like Nylander go in the open market for anybody to sign, somebody's signing him for 13 mil. Almost for sure somebody's signing him for 13 mil. If he can just go anywhere. So he took a hometown discount. He could he could have went anywhere and he didn't. He's and the Leafs are lucky they 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 got this wrapped up because they didn't want to wait till the end of the season. And plus, they they tried signing him at like nine nine and a half tops. Like Nylander bet on himself. Good for him, man, to play. He took a discount on his last deal, by the way, too. In oh, my for opinion, sure. six nine, absolutely. Yeah. And let me say this: I so he was on Real Kipper and Born today, and I he said something very alarming, uh, and I loved what he said. He said, I was very happy this was much quicker than the last time. Because remember the last time the deal drug out big time to get the 6-9, Dubas drug him out. It took forever. They got him at the last minute. And, I, you know, when you come into camp late, I think it affects you too. And it makes your – I mean, we're seeing it with Zegers. He's finally starting to play some good hockey. He had a great goal last night on a deflection for Anaheim. So that leads me into the next thing we're going to talk about. Cutter Gauthier is traded. A 2022 draft pick, first round draft pick, is traded to the Anaheim Ducks, Philadelphia Flyers pick. He was a fifth overall pick in 2022. We're already in 2024, guys. Traded to the Anaheim Ducks for Jamie Drysdale and a second round pick. I'll, I'll say this. I like this deal for both teams. I don't think this is a bad move. Anaheim is further behind on their rebuild than Flyers are, I believe. They'll probably both be good around the same time in the next three seasons or so. Uh, Drysdale is 21 years old, which we talk about defensemen all the time. Um, He probably is sad to be leaving Southern California for (laughs) Pennsylvania, but he is exactly what... Philly needs in a right shot D and he's an offensive defenseman that doesn't play defense. Great. He's going to learn how to play defense as good as you can play it with the way they coach there in uh, Philly. And I, I hope his career jumps off from there. His big problem is he's been injured. I don't, I wouldn't even say people have said he's played poorly, but in Anaheim's perspective, you get a guy Gautier, and I'll read what Stephen Ellis wrote in his article, which you, I will put the link in the chat for you guys. He talks about every prospect. And if you're not following uh, Stephen Ellis from Daily Faceoff, follow him. And his Twitter tag will be in here. I'm dropping the link to the article in the chat just so you guys can reference it if you want because they talk about every team. He says, Cutter Gautier played at MVP level in all tournament longs, talking about the world's jump. In the summer, the Flyers prospect put his goal-scoring prowess on display. This time, nobody was better playmaker, whether it be dominance on the power player or the ability to get creative with the setups. Gautier played as a strong in the tournament as I've seen from him. He's ready for NHL duty next year. That is from Stephen Ellis 
Stephen Ellis does more prospect watching than anybody I know. If you, uh, he is awesome. Um, uh, shout out to our guy Ray Bro. He's a great guy too. This guy does this for a living. He's so good. Uh, I I don't know that there's anybody that watches more tape on him. Uh, I, again, um, and then I watched. Daniel Breer come out and talk for the Flyers, and I was going to play that video, but it's kind of long. And then tonight, the Flyers were playing the Penguins. It was on NHL Network nationally, but locally in Philly, uh, Jim Johnson and Brian Boucher had Keith Jones on, the president of – and Keith basically said that Cutter Godier did not want to be a Flyer, and we don't want people that don't want to be a Flyer. I totally agree with it. I think it was a great move. I have one more thing before I let you guys talk about it. Frank Saravelli put, and I'll put this up on the post. Frank Saravelli had a little bit of insight. If you don't know Frank Saravelli, he's one of the best insiders in the NHL. He is also a Philly guy. He had this. Let me see if I can zoom in. Come on, man. Zoom. You let me zoom. You Anyway, hopefully you can read that. It says, Flyers engaged in upwards of 18 to 20 teams that Cutter Gauthier was signed with over the last weeks. So he wasn't being picky about where he would go. GM uh, Briere uh, and President Keith Jones both traveled to Sweden to go to at the World Juniors to try to attempt to get everything back on the rails before pulling the trigger today. And one final note before I uh, make way for you guys. Um, Bob Murray is a, uh, if you don't know who Bob Murray is, he's the former GM of the Anaheim Ducks and he drafted Drysdale is a – oh, thank you, Rick, for the uh, score update. Um, the Avs scored. They're up 2-1. Uh, he drafted Drysdale, and he advised them on this, and I think that was a move they felt like – and look, hey, they get a top five pick back in, in Drysdale, and they get a second rounder for Anaheim for this next year's draft, which is going to be a very high pick. Anaheim is, is, going, is near the bottom of the NHL. They're going to be a top five – lottery team this year easily so their second rounder is going to be pretty valuable right now the only teams that have worse records than anaheim are chicago st louis uh, ottawa has 28 points to anaheim's 27 so right there that, those are your top five uh so anyway i just thought uh that was great i had a lot of notes on that again check out the link for steven ellis's thing Go ahead, Rico. What are your thoughts? It's just weird that uh, Philly, Philly. I guess Briere said he knew since May, and they've been trying to hide it. I guess he said not to, not to keep it from our fans or anything. I guess they were just waiting to see if he changed his mind. But I guess this kid had already changed his mind. I wonder what makes somebody all of a sudden not want to be a Flyer. Is it John? Is it John? I have, a, I have another caveat it, to it. Um, yeah. And I'm sorry, I can't remember the podcast they had Gautier on. And apparently he was very close with Perlo's favorite hockey player of all time. Uh, a, another former Boston College guy, because that's where Gautier goes. Kevin Hayes. And Kevin Hayes. And he golfed with him. And I think I think Kevin Hayes maybe was like, it might not be for you. And, uh, and that's, that's okay. all I need to hear that. Gautier's going to be shit for the rest of his career. <laughs> Well, and, and also, let's say this. When Gautier was interviewed at the draft, he did say he grew up a Pittsburgh Penguins fan and that Crosby was his idol, and he shot at the dryer, and he, he loves Crosby for his work game. 
hard to be a big time Crosby fan and play for the Flyers. So I told her, I totally understand that too, because that's like a pretty good rivalry. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Goche has not improved his skating from the time he got drafted. He has not improved his skating since the time he got drafted. I could not find a single analyst to support what you're saying. Well, I don't care. I'm watching him. He hasn't improved his skating. He's a great shooter, amazing shooter. Pretty good passer, according to Stephen Ellis, who watched every second of the World We'll watch. Okay, remember I said this. Remember I said this. He hasn't improved his skating since he got there. Just so happens Kevin Hayes, biggest problem, skating. It takes hard work to become a good skater, a really hard work. You got to. Well, I have this. I have this to say. If he think, thinks he's not going to work in under Kevin under Cronin, Mick Cronin at Anaheim, that's not the case. I I don't know if it was a Tortorella thing, man. I I, I don't want to say it is or not. Well, if it is, then then good. You're probably done too. Seriously. Or if you, you how, how about you just play the? How about you just play for your team that drafted you? And you know what? When you have a chance and you have an opportunity to go somewhere else and you play your way out of there, I mean. Yeah, but look, it's the so NHL, like, man. People could only dream but, of being in the NHL. So, but Rico, so, I understand. is a player's coach, and it's working out really well in Anaheim right now. So, yeah. Well, they, Perlo, they've had, he's a development him. guy. He's hard on them. And the other thing is, he, they've been decimated with injuries this year. They started off gangbusters. They were actually beating good teams. And then we'll they started what, to. We'll see what they turn into. Well, Gauthier isn't going to play this year at all anyway. The so. only thing that it would make sense to me is if he wanted to play in a sunshine state or something like that. Yeah. But if he's yeah. leaving there because he's friends of Hayes and Tortorello, he was telling them that Tortorello. Well, no, but right. Kevin Hayes – okay, look, in fairness to Kevin Hayes, I know you don't like him, but the dude has oh, played right. for a bunch of different organizations. And I heard him saying nothing but praises about the New York Rangers. And sometimes – Players are in a good org. By the way, it's three nothing Dallas. Uh, mm-hmm. um, it, it would be. It, it's one of those things where it's like sometimes you know, like, hey, this is a good. This is a good place to play. I, you know, and I just wonder if Kevin Hayes didn't have a good opinion of his time with the Flyers. Now, remember too, Kevin Hayes was with the Flyers a couple of years before Tortorella was there. He could have just said, ah, if I had to do it all over again, I probably wouldn't have signed with the Flyers. So I don't know what he said to Gautier, and I don't want to disperse well, Kevin Tortorella Hayes. said when he first came into the room, he said, this is a bad room. It's a really bad room. And that's documented. It's a really no, bad room. No, I know. Room. And then However, the, the Flyers were playing great this year. They've gotten better addition by subtraction without Kevin Hayes. I agree with that. Hayes was a huge Philadelphia fan until Tortorella got there. Tortorella comes in and says it's a bad room, and all of a sudden Hayes is is no good anymore. And now he's telling, and now he's going to be the influence on Ghost. I'm not I saying sure he's the influencer. I'm just saying, like I, the kid I went. Sure hope and... not. I sure hope not. Yeah, I sure. So we'll see. Not. I you don't. You brought it up that he was friends with Hayes. So if Hayes is an influence in this decision, I feel sorry for Goche. I really do. I know it's uh, Rick wants to put out a PSA for everybody. He says, I got NHL center ice free for a month from Bell watching. On... Oh, nice. Okay. Just to let everybody know. Thanks, Rick. That's awesome. Uh, Rico, go ahead and finish your thoughts on the trade. Sorry. 
No, I, I kind of like it for both teams. Obviously, Philly's going to try to make a playoff push, and if they could keep Drysdale healthy, he's a right-handed shot. Somebody could play on that side with, with uh, Sanheim playing the left side there. So, you know, if he stays healthy, I think it's a good move for Philly to do it nice and early. And, man, I mean, it's it's all about timing, I guess, since Briere's been sitting on this player to be dealt somewhere to some team somewhere. So he's obviously communicated with, with a few teams, found this was probably the best fit for Philly and and I hope Drysdale stays healthy, man, because he's an exciting player. So I think both teams potentially won. I don't know a ton about Goatsakes. I don't watch a ton of American hockey in that yeah. in that college ranks. So right. I mean yeah. from what I seen in that from what I seen in that World Junior tournament, I mean the, the US was stacked. So I mean everybody stood out on that team, probably about sure. three quarters of them. So I mean that that's a good hockey trade, man. I'm, I hope the best for both players, and and whoever ends up being that pick might be uh, might be a nice little cherry on top too. Yeah, Gauthier the book is out on. Goche reminds me of a guy that you're well aware of, in Dylan Strong, and it took him a lot of years before he started working on his skating, and now he's doing really well. So maybe Goche wakes up and realizes he's got to skate because. Remember when Dylan Strom was drafted, he was drafted third overall. He went yeah, to Arizona. No, I, yeah. he, he didn't work on his skating there. He went to Chicago. He didn't really get much faster there. And then went to Washington and something clicked. And now the kid's a damn good player. That's what I think Goche will be if until he gets it in his head that you're not going to be able to play in the NHL. Because Dylan Strom was more talented than Goche in his draft year. But couldn't skate and and until he got it in his head that he needs to learn how to skate for nothing he didn't go anywhere anywhere. so i think goche could be great but he's got to focus on his skating man he's got it so right now dylan strome playing with mcdavid too in erie for the otters wasn't that the strome brother that played with yeah yeah he was playing with mcdavid and and connor brown connor brown yeah yeah so here here's what i love from philly's perspective on drysdale drysdale is a good skater um, and sounds like a pretty good person, not surprising, a kid from Ontario, probably raised pretty good. And uh, right now, in Philly's perspective, you have Nick Sealer and Sean Walker both on expiring deals. So that works out. They're going to probably move or trade those guys at the deadline. They could, they could add if they're making the playoffs, but they did do an ad here. And here's a guy who doesn't even have to play on the NHL squad this year. And I don't know if Drysdale is healthy right now either. He's only played 10 games this year. So I didn't know if he was back in the lineup. Again, Anaheim very much decimated by injury. And then from Anaheim's perspective, to have Mintikoff and Zellweger in your thing anyway, I feel like Drysdale was kind of a guy they could afford to trade. I also think they should look at trading Cam Fowler, who's a hell of a player that I'd love to see on a Stanley Cup team and 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 really could be a top toronto i'd love to see him on toronto but um i think he makes too much money um anyway yeah we'll see i mean only time will tell with these deals that's i mean they could blow up in both players very rarely do you see players this young get traded for each other though that's what was amazing and on the same day we had the willie nylander news break so i thought it was pretty crazy um, Perlo, go ahead and t- just say your final thoughts on the trade, and then I, I wanted to talk a little bit about MAF, and then we'll start now, previewing the games tomorrow. Well, there is something interesting there. Drysdale has been pretty injury-prone. Um, Anaheim really actually doesn't really need forwards, although 
Goche is a bigger guy, so and they do have tough with they do have a problem with size up front. However, it is interesting that Drysdale was the one to go back in that deal. So it's going to be interesting to see how he turns out in Philadelphia. Um, it's 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 definitely one of the more interesting trades we've seen for a while. I just think that it's odd that the it just appears that it says that Philadelphia says that Goche wasn't going to sign in Philadelphia, yet they were still um, able to get someone with as high esteemed defenseman as Drysdale in the deal. Um, yeah. It, yeah, but he's basically it. done. I like what Rick says here. NHL is a small window to get good. 25 is the max to make it. I don't know if that's solely the case, Rick. You definitely see guys older than that make it. But I will say this. I I, I think the book is still out on Drysdale, too. I mean, he just hasn't played enough games. You know? yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So I will also say uh, Anaheim did just get Troy Terry back. He has been out like the majority of the year for them. That's huge. Yes, undersized winger. They did sign him to a little bit of a longer-term deal. Zegers is very friendly. It's like a two-year, $4 million deal. So if they decide to move on from him, they can move him at some point in the next couple of years. Uh, so you never know what that forward group is going to look like. It looks like probably Adam Henrique gets traded this year too. I can't imagine he doesn't get traded. He's in the last year of his deal. So he, I mean, look to find him on a Stanley Cup contending team as like a, you know, right now he's playing top line minutes for Anaheim. He's at their first line center according to daily faceoffs. So as of the, and they do it by day. So you, the last, the, like you could, I can show you the last five game stats to Henrik's got one assist in the last five games. Uh, I mean, the future is Mason McTavish. We all know that. So, all right. Um, yeah, Rico. Um, so you got to be buzzing a little bit with the Leafs just locking up Willie. That was cool. Yeah, man. Twitter, you know, number one trending on Twitter all day today. Everybody talking about it all over the radio. Some people poking fun at Friedman on Twitter because Kipper said it about a week ago. <laughs> yeah, and Saravelli broke it, and uh, and uh, he also broke the breakdown of the. He also broke down that of that deal, sixty-five million of its bonuses. So yeah, I mean, Friedman's a talking head anymore. He's not a reporter. So uh, I just think it's laughable. Um, he did come on Kipper's show today, and and basically gave Nick credit for having it like a week ago. Uh, Nick said eleven two five a week ago. So mm -hmm. and uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's um, not a coincidence that Nick used to play with his dad in what Mister Perlow Wisdom is wearing for a hat the Hartford Whalers. They were roommates and stuff. So I, I mean, Nick had a credible source. Yeah. It's so Nick had it the whole way. And uh, I should have just went with it. You know, Nick doesn't want to be an insider anymore. I've talked to him about it, but you know, he's just been in the game no. too long and he knows many people and he's going to get shit that goes to him. It's just like Maddie Merles. And I'll tell you what, I got to say this. I think Matt Merles, escalated this because he was talking about Chicago getting Nylander and Pedersen and then all of a sudden Toronto was like no we need to get this deal done because mm -hmm. they're not going to be out of the playoffs there's no reason for them to trade Nylander you don't want to trade him he's having a hell of a year 
And, you know, I also liked what he said today on the, on, on real Kipper and Bourne. He said, you know, I want to win here and I want to, so I, 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 you know, look, I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for that to happen. By the way, two, two in the Boston, Colorado. Yeah, I saw that. And yeah, that's going to be a good game, man. Boston isn't as good as uh, they've been in the past and the, the abs, you know, the abs are still a little shaky. I do think though, the abs are going to get a little Nikita Kucherov treatment without the goal scoring prowess when they get Gabe Landeskog back for the playoffs. So we always are thinking that if they can add a second line center, Adam Henrink wouldn't be a bad ad for them, but well, we shall see. Uh, Dallas putting an ass whooping on, uh, not for a lack of shots by the wild either, but uh, you'd have liked to see a better showing from the wild on that one. Man, still 13-20 in the in the natty, as I referred to you guys in the DMs, in the natty. Uh, I just um, wish that, uh, I think his name's what, Dylan Johnson or something, the, the running back for Washington. I just wish he was healthy because that guy's probably one of the best running backs in the nation. Well, and, you know, I mean, Washington shoots themselves in the foot. The guy drops a pass. He's wide fucking open like oh, 30 yeah, yards yeah, down. Yeah, the there was nobody near him. And yeah, just turn the wrong way a bit. You know, he throws and Penix comes out, throws an interception. Now, great play by the. But he, what was he looking at? Like I wouldn't throw the ball. There was no window anyway. Okay, let's talk about tomorrow's games. We will be live for tomorrow's games. Canucks, by the way, looked really good against the Rangers. I, but I actually did not think the Rangers played bad. I think Shosturkin had kind of a not great night, and and but uh, Rangers come out, they score a goal. And then it was all Vancouver after that, 3-1 after the first. And then Rangers get back in with a nasty goal from Panarin. And then, uh, I don't know, man, like the Canucks just go off and score two more in that period. So I I just like, I continue to be impressed with them. Uh, They just look good everywhere and they have skill. Like that Hoglander, he made a move tonight. I was so impressed. um rick says rick says yeah the trade deadline day is crazy too long of a day for kipper board a.m before p.m yeah i love we'll, we'll, we'll have the trade deadline uh we won't do a show on nhl nightly i'll probably be with hot take hockey but maybe we'll get perlo or rico on to get their thoughts if it's any of their teams yeah. involved i imagine we're gonna see edmonton and toronto involved in those things for sure that and, Kurt, and that and uh kipper doesn't want to be an insider because those insiders they got to be on your phone like 24 7 and the kipper yeah, does not want to be like people adding him on twitter and just all over him and anything yeah. like god oh, no dude just stay away from that shit and do what you're doing I mean, like, I you, do you don't that. want people hanging on to every he did it, or he every did it for 20 years dude he did it for 20 years and he did a lot of it without social media which probably makes it a lot better harder of a job to be quite honest with you so uh uh thank you hot take hockey for retweeting it by the way appreciate you uh canucks islanders tomorrow boys what do you got we got by the way tomorrow starts oh i'm i really apologize let me restart that over let's go with the seattle kraken visiting the buffalo sabers no favorites in that yeah. one. I just like over. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, I'll, I'll let me get the over-unders. I apologize. Uh, so I can actually give you guys accurate. The over-under in that is six per DraftKings. Again, I know 
bet online all those what do you guys have in ontario that's the big one that i hear bet 360 bet 365 bet 365 there's fanduel like, okay. yeah, DraftKings own is owned by fanduel so if you're getting a, a line from DraftKings, you're probably getting the same thing from fanduel again weird that one company that shouldn't be allowed but anyway uh Okay, so you buy, you both like the over. I would stay away from that game. But I have to say, six in a row for the Kraken, they're looking good. I, I actually like the Kraken to win outright in that game. I would take uh, the Kraken on a line, too. They, they've had lots of time off and uh, to, to get ready for this game, and they need it. So I would take the Kraken as well. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Perlo. I love that. Okay, so uh, next game is Kings at Bolts over under is six. There's no favorite in that one either. Uh, Kings lost to the Caps. My Caps beat the Kings this weekend. Pretty good win for the Caps to so stay relevant for at least another week. Uh, Max Pacioretty looks like he's getting his legs back. The Kings did not play a bad game. It was just uh, it's their goaltending, man. I, I mean, I feel like. Probably Aubrey Kubel's goal. I would I would like to see. I bet you Cam Talbot wants that one back. Rick likes the Kings. How about you guys? Yeah, Still I mean, better. this is the famous uh, famous go to Tampa. Then the next night they go to Florida. Yeah. Depending on who they're thinking of starting in net tomorrow night, they got to think it's Talbot tomorrow night and probably Dave Riddich. Is he still there? I know. So, yeah, because Copley is having season injuring. Uh, he had a yeah, season British is there, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I think that might be correct. Big save, Dave. But depending on who's starting tomorrow night at Tampa, like if they're going to play Talbot tomorrow in Tampa, I'd probably go with the Kings. I think they, got it. I think they yeah. think they have a better shot against Gabby's. Tampa. Gabby's giving us some torts post. Uh, I'm assuming Gabby's watching the post. Gabby's giving us some post towards Philly's gems. He's got uh, – Tort says, Tort's on Cutter Gauthier. Uh, we don't want him. He goes, I don't know Cutter from a hole in the wall. Okay, there we go. I love it. Gabby, thank you. And uh, I hope your sons figure it out. Okay, go ahead, Rico. I apologize. Finish your thoughts on this. Yeah, if, uh, if LA starts Talbot, I'll take the Kings. But if they start Riddich, I'll take the Lightning. I think they want to win at least one of those two games, but... I know Tampa's coming off a loss. LA's LA's lost a sneaky five in a row here. So, I yeah, no, they're the struggling right now. Uh, okay. Uh, What's the over on that game? Six and a half, I imagine. Oh, six. I have yeah. six. I put no, it up over. On over. I, I just care about the over. I don't know who's going to win. The over Lightning, six. yeah, the Lightning Kings over six. Okay, easy, easy, easy over. Yeah, that's probably okay. my favorite pick of the night, right there. Okay, Perlo's pick Ooh. of the night. There's only ten games, so that's nice. It's not a shit ton of games. Uh, next game is Sharks at Maple Leafs. Sharks are plus three fifty road dog. The, did I get the over under right? Yeah, the over under is six. Yeah, I, I like the over. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, Mar Marner over points because his contract's next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, are you, you know why? You know why stuttering on this game? Though, oh, right? Rick Smith says leave. Oh, sorry, Pearl. I didn't mean to cut you. Rick says you know why uh, stuttering on this game, right? Because a shit team going into Toronto, Toronto could lose this game. 
No doubt about it. Yeah, I know. I almost want to take a flyer on the fucking Sharks plus 350, but literally. Oh, the boys are going out partying with Nylander's contract. Maybe they're yeah, going but I can't. Chicken. I'm, I can't. The Sharks have just been abysmal as of late. No. Yeah, if they get Couture back and they get some other guys back in their lineup, maybe I, I could see it. Um, uh, Rick says Willie gets a hatty. Hey, Daniel, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you being in. Uh, love it. I'm guessing you all are on the Leafs and the over. I love the over. Six? It's only six? That I, I think the Leafs. Well, I guess the Sharks play pretty good. Quinn has them boys playing some pretty good. Who's defense. the least no right now? She's probably going to be the one playing. Huh? Not gonna put, who's, who's, who are they going to put in? Samsonov, right? The Leafs? They're going to put Samsonov in. Right? No, 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 no. no. Uh, no he's already Martin. confirmed. Martin Jones, Jones is already confirmed. Oh, Jones is confirmed? I think they're going to ride – Marty Jones like a government mule and not okay. play the hell oh, to be off in the minors right now. What am I talking about? It would have to be. Yeah, yeah, they sent him down. I was like, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't come back. He's in man. the minors right now. Yeah, Jones playing against his old team at home. Yeah. Take Oh yeah. Yeah. Got to take You got to take the uh By the way, I think he had before he allowed a goal against San Jose, he had like 99 straight saves. Or something in Martin Jones. People forget Martin Jones was very good last year for the Seattle Kraken for like 30 games. And then they got healthy at goal and they didn't play. I think Marty Jones is another one of those guys too. He's he's an old school goalie that benefits from playing all the time. I just think there are some guys that need to play every day, or if they're if they come in and sub, they don't have their A game. And it just makes sense, you know. I mean, there's some guys that can do it, some guys that can't. Definitely this wild shut out things. How bad he was in San Jose, then, because he played a crap lot. Then. But anyways, yeah, I'll take – I, I got to take the Leafs minus one and a half. I don't know what that pays, but if they don't get it, well, that's – It's minus it. three – minus 455 for the Leafs is the favorite. Oh, God. Yeah, that's I would just crazy. stay away from that game. I would take the over at six. It feels a little low, but – We'll see. I, I think that does say a lot about San Jose's ability to play defense. They've uh, been they riding. Play. Maybe they put Kakinen in tomorrow and you can take team total over four and a oh, half. Oh, it would be Blackwood. Yeah. Okay. When's the last Next time game. they put Kakinen? It's been a while, though. So I don't know. Uh, probably because he's god awful. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, for sure. um, <laughs> he's not been good. Canucks, I love this one. Canucks are a plus 100. A plus, I, I'm sorry. So I did that. So DraftKings gave me Canucks as a plus 110. I apologize, guys. That's wrong. Uh, either way, Canucks are a plus 110 road dog at the Islanders, which tells you how good the Islanders have been playing lately. And the over-under is six. I like the Canucks all day in this. Oh, good God. I don't like that. They're on a back-to-back. So yeah, but still, the Islanders are coming off their road trip as well, too. This is their first game That's back true. home. Yeah. Thing is, Canucks are first in the league in goals for, and then the Islanders are still bottom third in the league in goals allowed. The other thing, like, Islanders got a good power play. They get a lot of their goals on a power play, and Vancouver's penalty kill sucks, too, so just stay out of the box. I do like Vancouver in this game, though. Yeah, I mean, they 
plus the Rangers minus. tonight. They only took two pe- penalties. The Rangers did not take a single penalty, um, which made that game even more evident. The Canucks are good five on five. I looked. I mean, Canucks are on I, a business I, trip right now. Huh? Canucks are on a business trip right now. They're trying to get as many points on this long road trip as they can. They're they're banking points right now. Uh, I I would uh, if you could give me a future right now on the Canucks playing the Winnipeg Jets in the Western Conference Finals. I would take it because those two are the two best teams in the West right now, and it's not even questioned. Uh, and uh, and I wouldn't be a, it would be nice to see those two. I think it would be good. It may not be great for the NHL as a whole, but it sure as hell will be. Good. But look, I still ain't counting out Vegas either. But yeah, I like the over in this game easy, and I would take the Canucks at plus one ten because it's easy money. Perla, where are you at at that? I got to think about that because you know he just reminded me that Islanders are coming off a a road trip there, so they're going to be have tired legs. Vancouver's probably going to be not pushing it in the first period. Uh, you said it was a six. Yeah, I would that's take, low. I'll take low. draw. I, I I'll take draw first period. Okay, that'll be about plus one seventy. I, I don't think anybody takes over this game in the first period. So okay, that would be my yeah. best bet. And um, maybe the Islanders fans will get them rolling. I, I probably would lean the Islanders overall in the game, but I like the draw first period. That's what I like. Okay, uh, Rick had a question. He asked about the Avs player getting uh, the shoulder on the head of Bedard. I believe it was the Devils player. It was Brendan Smith. It was a clean hit, man. And I, I honestly think it was kind of on Bedard a little bit there. He wasn't really looking, and uh, he kind of was going right up the middle. Uh, he's going to have to learn that this is the NHL. It's a big boy league, and you can't just go skating right up the middle as fast as you Absolutely. want. Totally. So, and so it sucks to ask, but look, Jeremy Roenick, by the way, should be in the Hall of Fame played with a broken jaw, like played with one. Now, I think the only reason they wouldn't have Bedard do it now is guy, guy's not done growing, man. So, like, could be dangerous if he, he could end his career. You don't want to risk it. This guy is very new in his career. Jeremy Roenick broke his jaw when he played for the Flyers. It was late in his career. So, And you look at his jaw now, too. You can tell. You can tell he, he didn't look that – his jaw wasn't as pronounced, so – uh, Rico, you got your your two cents on the Canucks Isles, right? You, I felt like you had. Yeah, I, I like I like the Canucks there. They're banking points okay. on this road trip. Okay, next game is Ducks plus one ninety five road dogs at Preds, uh, and that over under is six and a half. Ooh, I like the under in that. I, I kind of – that's what I thought at first, too, is I kind of like the under. But then I like the draw, too, because even though the Ducks have been losing, they haven't been giving up many goals in their losses. Like, apart from that, I think 7-2 lost Edmonton. The Ducks have been losing these low-scoring kind of games. So, I know their goalies get peppered and stuff, too, but I, I could see maybe a draw in this game. I think it might be able to hold off Nashville after the trade happens and stuff, kind of shakes the team up, maybe gives them a little bit of life. Maybe but I, I, I like the draw in that game. How about Philip Forsberg having 21 goals this year, like having a really good year? Go ahead, Perlo. Um, I think Nashville just lost to 
Dallas? Did they not, or did they beat Dallas? And I, uh, I don't know what their last four is. Sorry. No, no. By the way, Colorado just went up three two. They beat Dallas four three. They beat Dallas four three, and then they're yeah. coming home, and they're playing Anaheim. Uh, I I just can't trust Anaheim right now, and. I think this Nashville. I, I think any team that's desperate will beat Anaheim pretty clean. Um, they're not. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be uh, tired at all. They're coming home. I. Yeah. I just. I don't like this Anaheim team. Hey, Andrew. So I'm going to take the. I'm going to take Nashville in regulation. Uh, Anaheim did just get. Uh... Troy Terry back. He played his first game last Troy game. Terry so, back, yeah. yeah, that's a big boon, I mean, for them. Michigan yeah. uh, scored a touchdown. They're up 27-13 now, and there's not – there's eight minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. So, Yeah, uh, I'm taking that, Nashville in regulation. I just don't like this Anaheim team. Yeah. Okay. Well, wait, uh, wait till they get Cutter Goche, Perlo. Yeah, once they get Cutter Goche, they'll be fine. I mean, I kind of hate it for the kid because he's going to be vilified the rest of his career, especially in Philadelphia. I mean, and Philly oh, fans can't – Philly fans don't have a leg to stand on, in my opinion, because they got Eric Lindros because he demanded a trade. So, anyway. Hey, good point, man. Good point. I'm just saying, you got Lindros because he didn't want to play in Quebec. So, and That's a good I mean, point. The thing I'm concerned about, though, is, like, if Goche really wanted out of Philly – they Philly didn't have all that much well, leverage in the deal. Let's hold on for a minute. He never signed with them. And I wanted to say this. Rico mentioned it about signing with a guy before we go into the next game, which is Panthers Blues. The over-under is six. The Blues are a 145 home dog all day. I'm taking the Panthers in this one. But let me just say this. There are a lot of college players that get drafted to play in college, which Cutter Gautier is doing don't sign with their NHL teams. How about Adam Fox? Adam Fox was traded to two NHL teams oh, and never sure. signed with them. He was drafted by Calgary. Calgary traded him to freaking uh, Carolina. And they got Lindholm in the deal, I think, or something. And uh, he never played with Carolina. He signed with the Rangers. And that's their right. If you go to college and you get drafted and you play four years – and you're, it's three years after your draft year. If you don't sign with your team, this happens all the fucking time. Players I don't sign with their draft team all the fucking time. So I'm not going to sit here and trash Cutter Gauthier when I'm he could have been the MVP of the fucking World Juniors. Team USA, gold fucking medal team. Let's see what happens. Now, next year, he may be playing with the Ducks. But I want to see Boston College should be up for the national championship this is going to be real interesting but here's the difference though fox told calgary right from the beginning he was going to be Sounds like gautier did too actually pretty close to it other than the draft day he uh, told him right from the beginning he was going to be a ranger and that was the only team we're also asking 18 year old kids to make decisions that impact and, the rest of their carolina, lives like and, and, and carolina knew he said that they tried to convince him, but they couldn't. He was going to be a ranger the whole time. Fox said that the whole time. I don't know what Goche's reasons are, but I really, what what really kind of concerns me more than anything, is that basically Anaheim had no leverage. 
So why would you give Drysdale? Well, here's the thing. They were dealing with Philly Philly had had no leverage. So why would they give Drysdale? That makes me worry about what's going on with Drysdale. Well, he's not been healthy. He's clearly not been healthy. And like I, I said, Bob that, but he must not. They must not think he's ever going to be healthy or something. But Perlo, I also mentioned they have Zellweger and Mintikoff, who Mintikoff is playing very, very well for them. I realize that, but still, you really no, don't have saying, to give up. He felt like he you was. You don't have to give up anything to get Gauthier. You don't have to give up anything. Well, apparently, you have to give up Drysdale in the second round pick because that's what happened. All right, we're yeah, moving on to the next one. And I, I was kind of talking about now. myself too. If but I ever I'm made me any go, I'd be like, I'd be happy to play for any team. I, I just, I know these kids have their choice to play wherever. Sometimes I'm, I was just thinking on personal experience. I'm like, if I made the no, NHL, I, I, I don't want to play for this team. I wouldn't want any animosity. I'd be like, I'm making the NHL. I'm, I'm happy. I'll what play I'm for this team, whatever, and I'll play my way out of there. But. Why, why is Anaheim so not high on Drysdale? I want to know that because I mean, they really well, didn't have to give up. Maybe Drysdale. it's maybe it's uh, maybe it's that the Flyers really like Drysdale and wanted him in the deal because, yeah. as I pointed out earlier tonight, I know you were here for it. Frank Zaravelli said they were dealing with eighteen to twenty teams. So whether you fucking think Gautier is worth a fucking nickel, there were at least twenty other NHL teams that fucking. So in wanted. other words, Gautier was like, "I'll play with eighteen or twenty games teams, but I'm not playing for Philly." Apparently, he didn't want to go to Philly. And look, you know what? All he's got to do as a guy who plays in college is say, "I'm not coming out." He could have just stayed in fucking college, and now with NIL, probably isn't making that bad of money. So I would like to know why he didn't want to play in Philly, though. That'd be pretty interesting to know why he didn't want to play there. Why did he not want to play in Philly? Is what I want to know. You brought up Fox. Fox was playing with the Rangers. I've used him as an example. How many college free agents don't sign with the team they're drafted? I bet you the percentage is way higher. But most of those college free agents have a team they want to play for. He was willing to play for anybody pretty much, but Philly. Why? I don't know, man. He didn't want to go there. He grew up a Penguins fan. That's what I brought up Hayes. And you brought up it could be something as little as that. I'm serious, man. If you grow up a Penguins fan, and you get drafted by the Flyers, it is kind of like, meh. I don't know. I'll tell you right now, I I, I probably wouldn't want to be on the Penguins. Just saying. It could very well be his parents. It could be his parents. You never know. It could be somebody in the situation family. is, where maybe, he's from. I didn't look up any of that maybe stuff. Maybe he so. truly just has that much of a hate for Philly. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're we'll right. See. Maybe that's it. But these we'll are see. things I'm that should have known before the draft, too, though. Like a Fantilli and Bedard, or Fantilli and what, Leo Carlson? Fantilli didn't want to go to Anaheim, so they dropped and he went to Columbus? Yeah, I mean, I think Philly, I think Fantilli basically told Anaheim in the draft interview he wasn't interested in going there. Yeah, so yeah. he should have went to the draft. At all. And he wanted to go to Columbus. So, And anyway. I think Anaheim got the better player, so we'll see if that Anaheim did get the better player, but look, hey. Van Dilly's fantastic player, by the way. He's out Sure, a good but I, I just like Carlson's overall game better. That's all. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm so excited for Carlson. I'm with you. And I, I, hey, sometimes it works out for both teams. Isn't that great? All three yeah. of them, you can't miss. And we'll see. Will Smith looks like a player too. So the top, this is good. I think this draft is going to go down as one of the best drafts ever this last year. So I we'll think see. So too, but- yeah. Um. Yeah, okay, so the next game game I'm going to guess you both are taking the Panthers. 
Uh, I love two? I what the Panthers. The over under six and a half. Panthers at blues. against two. Sorry, I got, I got Panthers a at Blues. I have it up on the screen, dude. Panthers at Blues. Okay. Um, over under six. Sorry, over under six. I don't think that's as straight as narrow, uh, straight straight as an arrow as you think, because they've had. It could be a little down game, but I do like I like the over. I like the over. I like the over, and I like the Panthers. But yes, Rico. Rico, who do you like? Did we lose Rico? Was he frozen? Rico, did you freeze? Oh, we did. We lost Rico. He'll come back. He'll come back. Oh, occupancy is in here. Shit, Joe. Gosh, I haven't been paying attention to the chat. Who 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 are you who are you saying under occupancy? The chat. I didn't see under. I didn't see under. He said under something, but if he might, I don't know if he's still in the chat or not. If you're in the, in the chat, what under were you talking about occupancy? Occupancy is a great copper. I, I follow him. I office. don't see – oh, occupancy under six, but I don't know. He was talking about the Panthers. He likes the under. For, oh, for Panthers. Uh, blue. Lost Rico, like the man. Under. Yep. Here, I'm going to take Well, I, it makes sense because the uh, Panthers are one of the best shot suppression teams in the league. They're probably a little tired here. They may just try to, try to drag – St. Louis down actually occupancy probably has a good good point. There. Blues have gone under four of the last times from occupancy. Oh, okay, I like the under. Good, to go. I'll take the under. Yeah, and, with those Florida, Florida's an underrated defensive team. So I think this new coach is doing a bang up job for them too, man. I've been, I've been. Uh, yeah, I'm. I wouldn't be. Uh, I wouldn't be so heavy on the Panthers here. They've had a long road trip and it's been successful. This yeah, is eight more ass whooping of the Avalanche. Ooh. This is Over an the- easy letdown game for them. I could see the Blues winning this game, actually. I would probably bet the Blues before I bet Panthers, probably, especially with the price. Okay. But- we're still on we're still we're still on Blues Panthers. Rico uh occupancy pointed out Blues have gone under for the last five games. Who do you like in that game? Blues Panthers. Yeah. Oh, call, shout out to occupancy. Who did you need for your fourth goal? He had Sagan. He had two other. He had four four goal props, and he hit three out of the four. I think he had Frederick for his fourth one. I think. I wonder if he's able to hit that. Or I don't think um, Frederick. I, I like that game's still going though. That game's still going though, so okay. that's good for him. That there's a lot left in that game. That game is. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, just to revisit. Uh, f- that game is just the second ended, so we're in the third there. Uh, it's three to two. I don't know if Frederick scored. Frederick's been on a tear. By the way, Bruins should look to move to Brusque. I think they could probably. Frederick does not have a goal tonight. Their goal scorers are Beecher and Marshawn. Marshawn's having such a great okay. year. Uh, I got a good yeah. here. I got a phone call. Yeah, I you know, like. Uh, I don't mind the Blues. I don't mind the Blues in that game. St. Louis won a couple in a row. They're kind of sneaky team. They could kind of beat yep. anybody or lose to anybody, it seems like, St. Louis. So I wouldn't pay that price with Florida. If you're going to do anything, maybe take take a little blue shot there. I wouldn't mind. Okay. Perlo had to leave, I think. I, I didn't garner what he – He got a phone call. He's just got to step out for a sec. Okay. Uh, was he using his phone for the thing? Because his, his camera has been so good. Uh, um, maybe. 
Blue Jackets at Jets. Uh, Blue Jackets are a plus 210 road dog. I've actually been pretty impressed with the – I thought Kyle Connor still leading the Jets in goals, and he's been out. He's going to be out for, what, another couple months. Uh, it's uh, – um, I, I, the over-under in that is uh, – Oh, shit. Washington just got picked off. Game over. Over under, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to see it. Over under is six and a half. I got over under six and a half, Andrew. It's six and a half. That's the one I'm getting. If you guys are getting a, a, a six, I definitely take over the six big time. I have Jackets. I misspelled Jackets. Sorry about that. Jackets at. I don't know. The Jets have played really well. I just don't see them laying an egg at home against the. The Blue Jackets. I would probably uh, take the over on this one, though, because the Jackets do have yeah, some. Yeah, this is the, um, this is a Jets first game it's back home, I think too. I'm going out anyway. I think this is the Jets a... first game back. Sorry, home. Sorry, I just got. You're fine. Call. You're fine. You take the call, man. Not that's the life happens. Not a problem at all. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for letting us. This know. is a sneaky one. Sneaky one. I think Columbus might be able to pull off a road win here. Winnipeg's coming off it. A road trip. They've won a few in a row. They they better come to play. Maybe draw or Columbus. Maybe Columbus. Take you like under. Under for Andrew too, but it's six and a half. Andrew. Uh, it's going to be for It's going to be for Swan that. So, uh, I'm sure of it. It's going to be for Swan that. I'm positive. Okay. If it's for Swan that. Yeah. Um. Jets are rolling though, right? It doesn't I mean, seem Jets like have lost nine games in regulation. I just, I just cannot bet against this team right now. Yeah, that's the thing. Even this is a bad spot for the Jets, but I, it's going to be, be Hellebuck though. Hellebuck's going to play. Is he? Is oh he yeah. Play? When's the last time for yeah. played? Uh probably on the back to back against. He probably played the Sharks on Thursday or the Ducks on Friday. I think uh, played played the Sharks or the Ducks on Friday, Friday night. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Columbus Blue Jackets first period money line. I think the Jets could be a little shaky in the first period, but I don't trust the the Jackets to win the whole game. And the Jackets no. are like coming off a, a terrible home trip and they get to go home they get to get on the road now so they're feeling loose yeah i wouldn't so mind I taking the jackets at plus 210 like five bucks or something but i got you yeah first period maybe that's yeah but I think the jackets have been able to score this year honestly and marchenko has how many is that for them 13 goals and yeah, that uh russian, that russian line is really good yeah Okay, Oilers at Blackhawks. This is over under six and a half. I'm probably the only thing I would. I mean, Oilers have won seven in a row. They are finally in a playoff spot. They're in the final wild card. They've, they had to win seven in a row to get into the wild card, though. So they better not lose six in a row because the teams in front of them are doing pretty good. So we'll see how it goes. Oh, jeez. The Blackhawks, 31st in goals allowed. The Oilers, third in goals for. No Bedard. No, no reason no. to watch. Yeah, I mean, is Felingo even back? I think he got no, hurt. He's, he's got a broken finger. 
Yeah, he yeah. got hurt in that fight sticking up for Bedard. Like, what karma, man? Like, poor they, Chicago had that big hurrah because they beat Calgary in that emotional let's do it for Bedard game. And then Edmonton comes in here and just ruins them. My favorite bet here would be Edmonton Oilers first period over one and a half. I think you can get I'll take the over three. in this. Probably the over two. Team yeah, total over for Edmonton. I don't know. It maybe it's a letdown spot for Edmonton. Maybe they get lazy because they're playing events. But you know I, who to take an over in points for is Zach Hyman. That guy oh, yeah. feasts on bad teams. When it comes oh, yeah. to Oilers playing against a competitive matchup, Hyman kind of disappears a little bit off the score sheet, but he pats the stats against bad teams. Oh yeah, I agree. Hyman over one and a half points. Yeah, that's a good one. That's basically because Hyman doesn't try any less against bad teams than he does against good right. teams. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I like I like that. I like that. That might be my favorite play. Hyman over one and a half points. I think he could get tons of points there. Yeah, he's gonna go balls out no matter who he plays against for sure. Yeah. So I, I'm certainly not taking Chicago. That's for sure. I'm not. No. Okay. Bruins at Yotes. Plus 136. Yotes are a home dog. Bruins are on a back-to-back. Let's see how this Avs game shapes out. I kind of like the Yotes at plus 136. No. Rico, what do you think? I think maybe another draw game. This one might be close. I mean, I, I love Arizona at home, but they're starting to lose some games here. They're starting yeah. to fall back. It almost feels like they're falling back to their means a little bit. So I know they've started out the year hot at the the mullet and stuff, but they've been on a little bit of a dipsy streak. And after giving up a bunch of goals at home their last couple of games, I'm thinking Boston might try to get their shit together on the road here. They don't pull this one out against Colorado. I mean, they're going in Arizona and probably going to be a 5-1, 5-2 game tomorrow, I think. I can't take Arizona in that spot. Yeah, Perla, what are you thinking? I'd stay away from that one, actually. Perla, what are you I'm thinking? just going to stick with my original lean that Arizona was going to have a decent first half and just fall apart in the second half, um, <laughs> especially if Boston loses tonight. They're yeah. going to ruin them tomorrow. That defense, the fact that uh, Turney actually got what he did out of the first half of this team is really impressive. This team should not be – winning as much as they are their defense is green they're up their forwards are green the second half these guys are going to be too beat up to do I, much of I, if you're an arizona fan don't you want them to be in the lottery and get a good high pick no, uh just so they can happen. add some defense i mean there's going to be a high defense prospect they can get the top they're not going to be in the top five probably but i, I definitely wouldn't mind it if i'm an arizona fan it's not going to hurt them uh, I think they, they will be in the top five, actually. I think the second half is going to be really bad for Arizona. Whoa, you think they'll be in the top five? I disagree. I, I think yeah. they're going to lose a crap load of games. And you're seeing it now. They're getting destroyed. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. yeah i got a question for you. That that player on the U.S., that Howard kid that had that white uh, blazer with the with U.S. Tampa? buckle. Yeah. Is that who drafted him was Tampa? Yeah, Tampa. Yeah, 30th overall. That U.S. kid, that's oh my god! That kid is—I don't Pretty know. Good. Tampa, 
Tampa got him at 30. I don't know what that kid's going to turn into. He's very. What about uh, Abe Perot for the Rangers at 23? I knew yeah, he I was good, but this Howard kid, man, all of a sudden he had that white blazer, he had the U.S. buckle, he had his hair going. I'm like, who the hell is this kid? All of a sudden in the tournament, I'm like, what the hell? Tampa got him? It's the reason why he got drafted so low is he's very different. How do you – he's 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 very – like almost like P.K. Subban. You know, Pearl, you know and I know if they had the draft him. like – Middle of the season, right after the World Juniors, a lot of these guys would go way higher than they go because they they don't they just even the scouts don't know all these guys. And also, yeah, you got another year. I mean, since that kid was drafted, you've got almost a year since yeah. then. So it's like yeah. that. These it's just a fucking crapshoot. It's like shooting he, fish in a barrel. Yeah, I know, but he's just a very extravagant dude. And he he's he stood out. He stood out on the ice. Like he didn't rely yeah. on any other players to make plays for him. He's a guy like the guy that comes to mind is PK Subban. He's very PK and PK Subban like as far as that goes. Is he a defenseman or a forward? I'm no, sorry. he's a forward. I, but I'm talking about PK Subban was very he's flamboyant with off the ice. He's cocky and arrogant, which I think yeah, is good. Yeah, yeah. that kind of guy like that. Yeah. Okay, the final game of the night is. Uh, Senators at, I thought I typed it, Flames, over under six and a half. Sends are a plus one. I would stay away from this one. Both these teams, I just don't. I don't know. The Flames are under 500 now. They lost to yeah. Chicago at nobody. I, I if, if that game doesn't tell Craig Conroy it's time to start trading players, start shopping Hannafins. Well, if they're going to re-sign them, it sounds like they might re-sign them. Yeah, I don't know. If I'm well, Calgary, I just go in rebuild mode, man. Yeah, and I I hope that Brad Tree Living, after a, a minus of of signing Huberdo, he has a plus in signing Nylanders. So, oh, I mean Calgary, like, dude. Yeah, I mean well, he was in a rock and a hard place. I thought he got what he got back for Kachuk was decent, but you know, I didn't. Well, I mean, it looked like it on paper, but you know how much of a Huberdo fan I am, so. There's just no Barkoff in Calgary. If Barkoff would have packed his bags and went with them, he probably would have been all right. Yeah, but, well, that's the indicator why I think both of them played had career years. You know, like Kachuk had a Kachuk career year. Kachuk play with her, with Barkoff though. He played on the second line and Barkoff on the first. No, he played with Barkoff all last year, man, and he even talks about it in interviews how great a player he is and how much better, how much yeah, more he space. Is because of him and stuff when, when he, he played career. with him but he played well, look, a lot on the second line last year not just on the first. kachuk played with nick cousins and wasn't it verhage yeah i thought he was with barkov a good part of it and he yeah. has there's an interview of him saying talking about yeah. barkov when he, when he played with him yeah but he didn't play with him all that as much as people so, okay i don't know why we're talking about kachuk and barkov flames at sense we're talking about flames in ottawa that's why uh, um so Flames and Ottawa. I mean, this is really tough. Both of these teams are sucking hard. Um, Third game in four nights for Calgary. I would just stay away from this. Watch game. out! I, I like the Senators in that game. Plus one fourteen at the Sens. That does make sense. This is the fourth game in six in in six nights for Calgary, and they couldn't even beat Chicago on three games in four nights, and they're coming home now. So yeah, I'll, I'll take Ottawa just because. I'm, it's that was such a pathetic loss, and I don't have any 
faith that Calgary has enough pride in themselves to get up in even this game. So, yeah, I'll do that. Ottawa's going to move. Ottawa's going to start moving some players you watch. They're going to be the next team that makes a trade, I think. And, and these guys are going to start playing like it. Guys that want out of there. Here's the thing. Calgary's coming home for one game against Ottawa. And then they got to fly all the way to Arizona after this. So I think they're just being whiny bees. I think Ottawa wins this game all day. I'll take Ottawa puck line. I'll take Ottawa to win this. Yeah, plus one fourteen cents is a nice number. I. The sad thing is the Sens are a more talented team in my opinion, but they just. I don't know what the hell, man. They just can't. Get I think it in this out. one they have more heart than Calgary all day. I'll take Ottawa. So this is the lines for Florida this year. The top three. I'll go to the fourth. Rodriguez and Reinhardt are playing with Barkov and Verhage, Bennett, mm-hmm. and Kachuk are the second line. Luce Reinhardt, Lomberg, Gadjevich, Stenlin, Lockwood. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's this yeah, year. Plus. I don't know what. I know he talked like vehemently about how great Barkov is and one of the best players and stuff. And I know Kachuk's having a little bit of a down year this year. So if you put Kachuk and Barkov on the same line, You've got the best shutdown forward line in the league. Like Kachuk is elite defensively, and so is Barkov. I mean, he started off not scoring a lot of goals, and he has eight goals, 26 assists this year already in Kachuk. Barkov having another great year, 11 goals, 32 assists, 32 assists, man. 25 block shots for Barkov, 15 for Kachuk. 39 block shots for – how about Sam Reinhart the year he's having? Holy shit. He's having oh, such a Yeah, time. there's another UFA. He's gonna get paid. He's but he can take nine in Florida and not oh and not absolutely. He yeah, isn't he gonna go anywhere. Yeah, why would you leave that team? You're stupid if no. you do. So uh by the way, Michigan won the national championship 34 to 13 final score. I'm leaning, I'm leaning Florida to win it all this year. I get this year. I, I think they're back in the I said the Leafs in the conference finals the other day, but the Leafs well, are going to have play to play each other Florida. in the first yeah, round. The Leafs are done. The Florida Leafs are done. Will ruin them. Round, I Florida, think. Florida will ruin. Trump. Well, but look, Florida, ha- and here's how you look at it. Okay, I give the forward edge all day to the Leafs. Okay, but defense, I kind of like what I love. I think I like what Florida has better. And goaltending, it's not even close. So defense uh, from the forward group, Florida absolutely yeah. destroys Toronto. Yeah. Destroys them. Like they're they got top nine best two-way team in the league besides maybe Winnipeg. Winnipeg and Florida. I'll Winnipeg and Florida would be an awesome final, by the way. I'll take Winnipeg plays his old team. Oh my god. What a great storyline. It right. I'll take Winnipeg Florida final. I'm saying it right now. Winnipeg Florida final. Yeah, I love I love Barkov KQ. He's a great player. He definitely is the engine that stirs the drink. He's the definitely player. got the selkie this year. Yeah. No doubt about that. He should. Has he has he won it? He has won it one year, has he not? Yeah, he I should believe win he it almost it. every year. If it wasn't for Bergeron. Well, I mean Bergeron. Bergeron. Yeah, if it wasn't for Bergeron. They could name the damn thing after. I actually thought if you looked at defensive numbers, it wasn't Barkov pretty he probably should have had it won it last year and didn't Bergeron win it again. So, so out of yeah. so boys, out of all of the teams that people are saying are, are going to win the cup, which one of those teams do you think is not going to win the cup? Which one of those Rangers. top contenders? Well, Edmonton. The Rangers. So you think you think Rangers, Perlo? No cup. I think the Rangers could, man. I just I think they could win it. 
Okay, just... this is perfect. So if the Rangers win the cup, Perlo's got to get a Rangers tattoo somewhere on him. If Edmonton oh. wins the cup, Beard's oh. getting an Edmonton tattoo. I'm somewhere. not getting a tattoo, bro. I went 25 years in the military without a tattoo. I'm not. Getting I don't hate the Rangers, so but I'll, and I'm I definitely not getting an Oilers tattoo. <laughs> yeah, you got to get the Oilers tattoo. The no, one thing I got to say, I would have said years without you know a tattoo. Well, I would have said no tattoos. Me neither, dude. I'm. I'm I'm I can't do, do it, man. Full no well, I would have said Edmonton a month ago, but this Knobloch dude has him playing a one-three-one. No coach has been able to do that with these guys. We'll see Not how a single goes. coach, and I, now they're playing a one-three-one. They've been playing a bunch of dog shit teams too, so we'll see. Yeah, how I know, but I'm a little tempted now that they actually have bought into a one-three-one. Well, they're I'm in the playoffs as of today, so we'll see. Perlo, we'll see. We'll see. Dude, I, I just dude. I just think in a seven game series with like real defense and real goaltending, it's gonna be interesting to see because I don't trust Edmonton's defense and I don't trust their goaltending. Now, that being said, do they have the two best forwards alive in the NHL? It's up for debate. I don't think there's a better player in the last 50 years than McDavid as far as what he could do on the ice, sure. but we'll see. No doubt about that. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. This team's playing a 1-3-1 now, and they're playing it very, very fast. I'm a little bit more tempted with the Oilers now, but, you know, I'm cautious. I've been a – I mean, I, their been, forward depth is – I don't think I've they're – Oilers hater for a long time at the same time. But I, I don't think there's a team I would take. Their forward depth is very good. I mean, maybe you want to swap out one or two guys if you could for you got a little Fogel bit. and McLeod is starting hey, to so score now. Yeah, so but, yeah, but why why didn't it work with Woodcroft in Edmonton, and why is it working now? Some reason Knobloch was able was able to, um, he, for some reason I think he was able to sell a one three one with pace, because normally like Tippett, normally a one three one doesn't have a lot of pace to it. You're playing more of a slower game. And then you have pace when you get possession, and then you slow down again. But Knobloch seems to have them playing a one-three-one with pace, and I'm interested. I don't think I've ever seen this before. So pace they might the have, have won a Stanley Cup in 1989. They might actually have found a guy. It wasn't just because it was McDavid's friend that, or maybe McDavid said, "Look, this guy used to play like this. I want to play like this." And maybe McDavid was a little I don't think McDavid had anything to do with the decision. Maybe not. Maybe they just knew that this guy had something. And I, I think he kind of made it clear because he said basically in the interview, he found out like everybody else did on his phone. He didn't even know. So they didn't even consult him, even though. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, Boston just tied it up 3 3. 14 minutes left of the third. Oh, no way. I want to watch that game. At least I got so, the over. Anyways. I'm going to end the show. No, so okay. we'll talk about That's Edmonton good, tomorrow after they – We'll talk about Edmonton tomorrow after they dolly walk the fucking Blackhawks. So we appreciate everybody coming out. Thank you so much. Sharks. Final thoughts are no none tonight because I want to eat some dinner. Have, uh, I know you had to go to <laughs> All right, you guys. We'll see so you tomorrow. Happy Nylander Day. Yeah, happy Nylander Day and happy uh, uh, Gautier for Drysdale Trade Day. Yay!